Hello and welcome into Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA. Thank you for watching us on the We the Patriots USA Rumble channel and Red Voice Media, and for listening on New Hampshire Family Radio WLMW 90.7 FM Manchester, New Hampshire, KKVB Radio in Las Vegas, Real Talk 93.3 The Voice of Freedom in St. Louis, and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like us on your station, email us at Taryn at WeThePatriotsUSA.org. It is November, so this week we are officially kicking off our press run, heading into the premiere of Shot Dead. We are premiering our film, Shot Dead, the documentary on November 9th in Tulsa. If you're in the area, you can go to we the or we you can go to shotdead.org to purchase tickets. If you're not, you can watch it live at shotdead.org. We will have a red carpet event heading into the film. We will have a panel discussion with those featured in the film after the film, and you'll get their live initial reactions. But today, you are getting the first initial reactions from the filmmakers themselves. It was myself, Jason, and Avery Kabrick, a wonderful husband and wife duo, two of my favorite people. We were the production crew on this documentary. We had some uh, faithful helpers along the way as well, but it was basically us in the trenches the whole time. Jason and I go back to our days at the PGA Tour. He also lost his job due to the mandate. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about our connection, how God put us on this path to create this very powerful film. As we're recording this just hours ago, we wrapped up production on this. So you are getting their live initial reaction here today on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. This episode is brought to you by Cardio Miracle, a vitamin D and nitric oxide solution that supports better cardiovascular and overall health for your gut, your brain, your muscles, your skin, your hair, your heart, your whole health. Learn about John Hewlett's discovery at CardioMiracle.com. This episode is brought to you by The Carnivore Bar, providing a fuel source for ancestral carnivore, paleo, and keto eaters who value their on-the-go autonomy without sacrificing quality nutrition. For 10% off, use code WeThePatriots at CarnivoreBar.com. That's WeThePatriots with an S at CarnivoreBar.com for 10% off. Where do we go from here? Because the battle has just begun. As eyes open, we continue to arm ourselves with the truth in all aspects of our lives, asking questions and relentlessly searching for answers, educating ourselves and forging a new path forward. Hear from real people faithfully pursuing freedom. This is Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA, a nonprofit 501c3 organization working to preserve and reclaim our God-given inalienable rights. Jason and Avery, the filmmakers of Shot Dead, we just wrapped up completing this film about an hour ago, maybe hours ago. How yeah, are you well, guys well, yeah. feeling? Super relieved. I was so excited to see it export out. It's done. Big, big relief. Super excited. We were up till about two in the morning finishing <laughs> it last three nights. So, no, she's been a warrior. She's been editing like nonstop. I was just super excited about this project. 
Mm -hmm. This has been um, such a God project. You know, you, all three Absolutely. of us, every time Absolutely. we were going on a shoot, we traveled the country to do this, talking to these these families that had heartbreaking stories, losing their, their children. And as hard as it was to go around and, and hear about this, God was all over this every step of the way. All three of us kept looking at each other and saying, wow, that was a God moment. That was a God moment. Oh, I, absolutely. It, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. It, go ahead, Avery. No, I should say the whole time. I mean, even the first shoot, we didn't even think we would make it make there. It. <laughs> we got delayed and oh, that no, was it's just rough, been amazing the whole time. Yeah. The, uh, the, I still remember being up to like two in the morning. I think we had a 4 a.m. We had a 4 a.m. pickup to go to the airport and we were still packing our camera bags to go out. So and then we got on the flight and we had a hour delay or something. Hours of weather delay. And so then it was like, it's, we're not even going to make it. And uh, we thought it ended before it started. So just the whole time. Yeah, it's been God the entire time. Absolutely. The next flight got delayed. So like our <laughs> flight got delayed, but then the flight, uh, the our connector flight got delayed. So we made okay. it. We made it with plenty of time. And um, it was a very moving night. Um, we filmed the Martins yeah. first. But yeah, just the whole thing has been God. And it's just been amazing. It really has. We uh, see it in the film and the people, um, I can't wait for the audience to see in the film, the Lantern Light Festival that you guys um, attended on that first shoot and that you guys beautifully captured it with the filmography of that memorial for Trista Martin. It would have been her 19th birthday. Mm -hmm. um, that was the first shoot that we did for this film. And it was um, just so moving and, and touching. And you guys captured it beautifully for people who, you know, don't really know what goes into creating a documentary. And we were, you know, we were learning along the way ourselves. And uh, this is definitely the first time I've produced and directed a documentary. And I was proud to do so alongside of you guys. And, um, you know, it takes a lot of traveling or a lot of shoot time, meaning film time. You guys are, both of you took your cameras out there every time and we're, and we're filming these um you not know, just really cameras. heartbreaking <laughs> what's that no I was, I was joking around like we have a lot of gear and i only yeah. travel with a lot of gears so. <laughs> i know we did i mean for people when we're stranded that was you guys talking about being stranded you know we were stranded a couple times traveling for this and we've got all the different camera equipment i'm trying to help you guys make sure <laughs> that we've got what we need traveling through the airports i mean this is a big undertaking and a big project is this something that you, um, you know, Jason, dive a little bit into your career. Had you worked on something like this prior? Nothing long form like this. Like, um, so pretty much my career, uh, I used to tour with a band in Nashville, uh, eight years, traveled the world. Uh, and I shot iMag for them and video and audio and did all kinds of stuff. And then took a little hiatus. Um, just wanted to spend time with my wife and my family. So we took some time off here in Jacksonville. And uh, really just never got rid of that, that feeling that we want to film and create. So in 2008, we started a wedding videography company, Jason Avery Films, where we shot uh, long form weddings. Uh, we, did, uh, we actually got into the Indian wedding market uh, and did really well there. And uh, uh, so that's kind of where our storytelling experience started. Um, editing, Final Cut, uh, Final Cut 10, I think is what it was back in the day, seven. seven. And, um, you know, that's, so we've been sharpening our, our tools ever since. Um, and then I started working with PGA tour. That's how you and I met. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I was with him for eight years as a, um, a 
we call a permalancer, but a freelancer that's with with a organization for a long time and pretty much just works full time with them. And I was part of their engineering staff um, doing their uh, what we called it the hub, but um, started there and then worked my way up working with all the executive team on uh, new and uh, new technology, new emerging mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, and then I got the axe like you as well um, in December. And uh, yeah, I, I'm not vaxxed and I'm not, I'm not getting vaxxed. So, so uh, and that's where it was kind of a God thing at that point, because leading up to that point, like I'll just go ahead and tell our story. Um, um, maybe June of before I got the in cut in, in 2021, like we believe in the Holy Spirit and we kept feeling like something in their spirit was moving um, and telling us to sell certain things. And we sold a boat, we sold a car, refinanced our house because I realized we had never done that. And, uh, and it was just all like all these things to us were lining up to like, we, we, we were kind of like joking around either we're going to be in really good finances or we're going to, I'm losing my job. So, uh, because I mean, in you know, summer of twenty twenty one, it was when you know these mandates were being kind of taunted around. But you know, I think further that you got into the year, I don't know if you felt the same. It was kind of like, well, that probably won't happen. Yeah. Because I mean, by the time we got to December twenty one, that felt pretty late in the game. But yeah, well, and, and through that, like, so I was blessed enough during the whole COVID pandemic. Golf, we I think we only stopped for one month, and mm-hmm. I was one of the lucky ones to get called to go work. Uh, with the White House and President Trump um, doing the first sporting event back down in Juno, Jupiter, 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 um, yeah. mm-hmm. and it was amazing. Like it was cool. Um, I, my expertise is bonded cell technology, so um, we, we produced all that with a very minimal crew, and and that's how we kept going. So like I never really stopped. Like COVID, I remember walking in the uh, Delta Atlanta airport with one or two terminals open and. I joke around, I'm a family first kind of guy. So I, I'm a traveling circus. So I'd like to bring my wife and my daughter with us who's six years old and who's watching us right now. And uh, she's been to 27 or 28 mm-hmm. states now. And we traveled the whole time. And um, we were very healthy. We were very healthy. <laughs> and, it, and it was just, it, it was just a weird experience the whole thing. Like we were blessed. We, we worked through, we never stopped. And so that's why it was it was really a big surprise for me getting a cut, um, getting the multiple phone calls and emails um, mm-hmm. from the PGA Tour, and ultimately saying I can't come back because I'm not faxed. So it yeah. was uh, it was stressful. It was hard. It was hard. Um, but I have an amazing wife, um, and she we we kept giving. Like you know, like we we just never stopped praying, believing, giving. And um, somehow it worked out. It did. It did. And now you guys, um, you know, did this film with us and you have so much more, many more projects that you're doing. And we'll talk about those in just a moment here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. Uh, But first, I want to talk to you guys more about the wellness company. We actually have Dr. Peter McCullough 
featured in our upcoming documentary, Shot Dead. Well, he helped form this company with a team of doctors who lost their jobs for speaking up about the vaccines and pushing back against the lockdowns and the mandates. Spike Support Formula is the only product that contains ingredients researched to block and dissolve COVID spike protein in the bloodstream. So whether you had to get the shot, you had COVID, or you just that you just never really got over it, or you're watching some of the research pull. Uh, pour in about vaccine shedding, spike protein is a serious concern, but there is something you can do about it now to protect yourself and keep you and your family well. Hundreds of people vaccinated or not have reported better mental clarity, increased energy levels, and so forth. The wellness company says take spike support daily to combat spike proteins and get back to that pre-COVID feeling. Go to twc.health slash WTPUSA and use the code WTPUSA to save 10% at checkout. That's twc.health slash WTPUSA, code WTPUSA for 10% off. And we welcome back in Jason and Avery Kabrick, the filmmakers uh, and producers, editors, uh, sound technicians, color technicians, you name it. They were a jack of all trades alongside me, um, helping to produce and direct this upcoming film, Shot Dead, premiering next week on November 9th. You can go to shotdead.org, put in your email, you'll get a live link to view the live premiere red carpet event and a panel discussion afterward. Jason, you know, you were just telling us about your story on and how, you know, God, put us through you and I both this trial in our lives with our jobs previously at the PGA tour. You know, we are just two of hundreds of thousands of people that had to face um, that adversity during the pandemic um, when it came to our picking our livelihoods over our convictions. And, um, you know, you chose to go with uh, the Holy Spirit and what it was telling you and use your discernment. And Avery was right there alongside you in all of this. But, you know, I don't know about you guys, uh, but the whole time we were filming this, you know, all I kept thinking about was, wow, you know, we went through some stuff to get, you know, both of us, all of us together. But that was not, that's nothing compared to what these families that we talked to have gone through losing a child. I mean, what kind of perspective? And I know you guys had a phenomenal perspective through all of it, but lots I of mean, tears. <laughs> yes, lots of tears. What was it like for you guys to hear these stories from these parents? I mean, I'll start off with the first one we filmed. It was a stressful event getting there, yeah. getting on site, setting up. Um, we we were still waiting on some purchases that lighting, like we didn't even have lighting. It was just bare bones just capture the event, the lanterns. And um, I will say as a daddy, I mean, I have a six-year-old, I was not prepared emotionally for this. Um, I could start crying right now. So, I mean, I'm not an emotional person. And this, I mean, this project has wrecked me. I mean, I think, you know, coming into it, our focus had been, you know, mandates. Um, You know, I think it's easy because, you know, we didn't get the shot. Um, We didn't have the health concerns personally. You know, it was just our, so much had been out the mandates. So to be with these families, um, you know, the lost children, it was just, it was a whole different perspective. Um, it was just very, I don't know, it was difficult. Yeah, I mean, we were balling behind the camera. <laughs> I mean, I always joke I'm heartless and this, it um, it was rough. <laughs> it and, was rough. And, and, and just, I mean, like we have a six-year-old and you've got some babies, like mm-hmm. 
I don't want to share what what you got to watch the documentary, but yes. there's a part in there where he, where the father describes leaving um, leaving the hospital, and that was extremely rough. Um, just to think about us leaving our daughter, and um, at at the end, we spent a lot of time with him afterwards. Um, we we hung out with him for a couple hours, and we're fighting for our daughter. I mean, you're fighting for your kids. Um, we're fighting for the the kids. I mean, like that's 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 why I'm in this. I mean, like it it was a God thing for all of this to happen. It was a God thing for you and I to know each other. It was a God thing for this documentary even to 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 have started. And then here we are, eight nine months later. Um, we can say God's been in this the entire time. And um, we our goal is to capture the emotion. Like we're not the other big filmmakers. We're not. We we looked at it a whole different way on how we filmed it, how we lit it, how we and there were three of us and how you asked and, and guided <laughs> the interviews, like it, all of it. I mean, it, it's a very emotional. It was just it such was. a break from you know mandates. I think you know it's one thing to make a decision based on a job, which is very difficult. But then when you put it in the perspective of losing children, um, I don't know. Like it's just a spot where you know, we fight now or it's just too late. I mean, you know, to some degree, these people have already lost kids. Like the line should have been held a long time ago. But, you know, I think the three of us, you know, whatever it takes at this point to get these stories out, um, I don't know, it's just what we're trying to hopefully get across. Mm -hmm. I think for me too, another powerful story was Tori White's story. She was mandated to get the shot in the first trimester of her pregnancy and lost her baby, was born with multiple malformations, um, and she lost her baby just 11 hours after getting that shot. And, you know, I keep telling all the interviews that I go on talking about this film that we have to keep talking about this because they are putting, you know, the new RSV shot, they're promoting that for pregnant women. They put those pregnant women through um, clinical trials and that's an MRNA shot. I mean, we have mm -hmm. to keep talking about this to save the children. And Peter McCullough goes into further, you know, the declining, um, parents that no longer trust in the rest of the childhood vaccine schedule because of the um, the risks and the safety data that they're now finding out really hasn't been communicated to them all along. And so, you know, to me, it, again, we have to keep talking about it. And that was another interview that really hit me hard. All of them hit me hard. All of well, them I, did. And to piggyback off what you're saying, like um, with all the families we interviewed, it kind of... Uh, we we have all stages of uh being a parent i guess yeah. that would be like we've got the babies we have the early teens and then the teenage years and um i i think it would affect anybody at any like there's multiple stages of life and it affects like we've told a story of each one each stage um it's hard it is hard. Well, we'll talk more about the making of this film. We'll also talk a little bit more about being parents and particularly to homeschooling parents that are on the road as filmmakers. <laughs> I think that'll be really great for our audience to hear about here in just a moment. As we go to break, we're going to show you the trailer of Shot Dead. You would hope that family members who are responsible for the children 
will realize that and will be enthusiastic about getting their children vaccinated. We are vaccinated. recommending we COVID-19 vaccination. COVID-19 vaccination is safe and effective for children. They kept pushing that it was safe and effective and do it for grandma and grandpa. And it can help keep you and your family safe from severe illness or death. It was 112 days. From the day she got the shot to the day she died was 112 days. A little over three months. For your neighborhood, for your country. It sounds corny, but it's a patriotic thing to do. For those 11 hours she was alive, it was, it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. So I took him to take the first shot. Uh, five days later, my neighbor, he called me, Mr. Can I take the boys to eat and play basketball? She took him to the park. They got off the truck and took off running across the parking lot and he collapsed. Tonight is about a celebration for Trista, missing her, loving her. But at the same time, we want to fight what killed her. But these people need to be stopped. I don't understand how everybody is just sitting back and letting them do this. In the battle on the field, there is evil on the move. But I hope that you can feel that I will always fight for you. Welcome back into Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. Just before the break, you saw the trailer to our upcoming film, Shot Dead. We are just days away from the November 9th premiere. You can go to shotdead.org, put in your email, and you will get the live link 24 hours in advance to view the premiere, the red carpet event, the film itself, and then a panel discussion afterward. You will also hear a live performance from Brad of Five Times August. He, you heard his song in the trailer, Fight For You, his song. You're going to hear that at the premiere. And he was also our guest in Wednesday's episode of Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. So I encourage you to check that out. But we are here today for our episode with the filmmakers of Shot Dead, Jason and Avery Carrick, a husband and wife duo that had been in the production business for um, quite some time. And you guys have done so just beautifully as a family of three, you have a, a little girl, a daughter. And, you know, I think this is such a cool thing for people to get an insight into how people make their careers work and, and do so um, while putting their family first, um, because, you know, so many people have felt like they couldn't do that. And um, I think people are trying to kind of redirect now after the pandemic. Avery, you know, you guys homeschool in order to be able to travel as a family because Jason's job's take him all over the place and you're also a filmmaker you help support the work that he does how has that um transition for you to become a mom doing this on the road been for you um i think before we had our daughter i would have very much scoffed at the idea of homeschool um but then after she was born it was just very odd to think of um you know at a small age at any point just sending her away all day um, so as she got older, we started um, pre-K first. We did a little homeschool with that. We did kindergarten and now we've started first grade and it has just felt very natural. Um, it's quite easy. Honestly, we bought, I bought a curriculum online and they give you, you know, all the information you need. Um, 
I think it has worked really well in being able to um, just adjust to what her needs would be, where she needs more time. Um, and we've just really enjoyed it. It's something I never would have dreamed I would do, um, but I actually, I love it. It's very simple. So as we travel, I mean, you can sit in a hotel room for a couple hours every day. It's a day. whole bag that's just <laughs> weighs just a, a ton <laughs> and it's books and crafts, crafts and we, we do it. Yeah. But yeah, but it just feels very natural. And then it gives us the ability while we're traveling. I mean, you know, homeschool takes, you know, we laugh like, you know, I, you know, point out neighbor kids. I'm like, they're at school all day long. And you sat down in your pajamas for two hours this morning and you have finished school. So it enables us to do things while we travel. Um, you know, we just have fun and we've really enjoyed it. It's not well, so it's, and it, well, it's just like, she's been to 27 States, mm -hmm. ton of national parks. Uh, I used to joke around that when she was a little kid, um, she learned her numbers because of elevators <laughs> and which was awesome when you think about it, because like in school, you probably, I mean, it was a long time ago. Uh, but you learn numbers is just a, a letter or a number on a piece of paper. Whereas she learned like two means second floor. It means it's higher than the first. And then like the 10th floor is higher than one. And so like, it, it's cool to see, like, as we've traveled, she's gotten to see a lot, do a lot, a lot of kids museums. Like she was always amazing. Like I'd go off to work doing golf and she would uh, take her to kids museums or museums or um, it was awesome. Like it was cool. Like, I mean, she was doing it in hotel rooms. Yeah. So it's been, we've loved it. Um, really like homeschool. That's really a, a very cool experience for her. And it keeps you all together. I mean, there's so many people that um, have one or both parents that travel due to their job. And so this keeps you guys all together. And it's just another example how people can kind of rethink um, how they structure um, their family life and work life and mold it together. And, you know, Jason, you still work in the sports industry, um, doing some filming and you work in various other, um, entertainment industries and informational industries as well that you're filming and doing tech for and, and everything. So it's really does take you everywhere, um, around the world. Unfortunately, uh, she didn't get to come with us on our shoots for this, which I think we're not <laughs> child friendly. Um, Whatsoever, I would tell people that this is definitely not um, a family-friendly film. That this is adults only. No, she's heard a couple glimpses while we were editing, and just the little things she heard, we were like, "Baby, you gotta, you yeah. can't listen to this." Don't film. worry about it. We're good. Yeah, and, yeah, we stopped there. But uh, yeah, so she's she's been watching a lot of what? What's the Bible thing she's been watching? On? Superbook. Superbook. And we yeah. had a joke. She became a. Um, <laughs> A Mario Kart master while I'm really pushing on the editing. <laughs> yes, uh, my kids also love Superbook. That's a great show for anybody out there needing one for their children. Jason and Avery, both of you, this is a question for both. You know, I talked to Brad of Five Times August earlier this week on this show, and we talked a lot about how music um, is a very important part of culture. And um, he was, you know, frankly disappointed with how many of the rock and roll or rebellious people of the past really hopped on board with the propaganda behind these shots, um, which, you know, did involve influencing to kids and to children that are featured in our film that got these shots because it's what society was telling them was the right thing to do and it cost them their lives. Um, what, what are your thoughts on that in regards to the film industry, the entertainment industry, um, you know, video production, you name it. I think it's just was such a, a standard that, I mean, no one was willing to go against the narrative. I think everybody 
I think it was just shocking to me how many people, you know, like, you know, he's referencing, you know, these old rock and roll artists. To me, these would be the first people to stand up for freedom. And it has just been, I don't know, you know, nobody stood up. Nobody stood up. And that's where we're at today. Like, I mean, we didn't have enough people stand up against masks. We didn't have enough people stand up against lockdowns. Lockdowns. <laughs> we didn't have enough people stand up against going to the beach in Florida. Like, it's just people. The, the compliance yeah. has just been shocking. Um, and but, I, but that goes for the, all the propaganda as well. Like yeah. the athletes, the all artists, the movie makers. The, I mean, it, it, you, as a parent, you got to watch what you bring in your house. You know, mm -hmm. our old pastor used to call these the eye gates and the ear gates. And you have to, uh, you have to lock them down. I mean, I know, you know, going through news clips and stuff just for this documentary, you know, some of the stuff I hadn't seen, even as little as like, um, you know, kids for Sesame Street propaganda within Sesame Street for children to get the COVID shots. I mean, it, it was everywhere. And it's just, I don't know, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Avery, how was it pouring through those um, news clips that we feature a little bit in the opening credits, um, you know, talking about these shots? How was that? You know, I had started a while back. It it made me very angry. And then recently, you know, just to start going through it again, some of it I think I had forgotten how crazy it was like some of these late night shows in particular like full productions and songs telling you to go get vaccinated or you know doctors condemning people making them seem like they are um uneducated and you know for not wanting these shots or questioning them questioning. you know it was always just that, even questioning yeah, them. Question, like, yeah yeah it's always the thing well are you a doctor no but i am intelligent enough to be able to read and, you know, it's even, you know, even mandates. It was, well, you're not a lawyer. You don't know. And it's just been this propaganda the whole time that you're not allowed to make your own decisions. Especially and when, yeah. You should just conform because your TV told you to. Mm -hmm. And isn't it really important that we continue to try to, to make films like this? Um, because it's lacking in the film industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's, we're, we're just trying to get people to wake up and start looking at what they're doing to their body. I mean, that's all we're trying to do and, and what they're doing to your kids. I mean, like there's a, I, I didn't realize this, but like how many vaccines a child gets in their childhood? Like, mm -hmm. like that to me, even as a filmmaker or just editing this film, like watching like, wow, that is a lot of shots. Like, and, and there's some great parts in there where some of the doctors that we interviewed talked about that. And I'm not going to say anything, but it's, some of it's really obvious people like it's just obvious why would you need that injection mm -hmm. yeah it is um very eye-opening in all fronts and um it was really uh informative for us even uh, and even myself as someone who's been investigating this and reporting on it and and doing countless interviews about it to even sit down for these long 45 hour two-hour discussions with these doctors um, and and really dive into it. And, you know, we have some phenomenal doctors in this film, like Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. James Thorpe. Um, and it was an honor to sit down with them and, and do these films. Um, what, you know, what was your guys' impression? We got to talk to Dr. Peter McCullough at the We the Patriots USA National Conference. That's where we filmed his interview for this for this film. What was your impression of him um, when we all three? It was were awesome. It was awesome. Like, but we uh, laughed. Like prior to 2020, if you had told me in three years I would be like excited to be filming a doctor, I would have laughed. It was 
I was super excited. But then during the COVID, all of this, like these were people that we read about. Like, like you see them and the respect, you know, I've had for these people for being willing to put, you know, to be willing to sacrifice their careers and, you know, whatever people's opinions are of them to get slandered to speak truth. Um, so it was, you know, it's an honor to be able to film with them. It was just very, it was just funny that I was, ex you know, genuinely it was awesome. excited. Like, I got a <laughs> selfie with them. I got a signed book. <laughs> Like, got a hug. I'm a hugger. And, and yeah. I want everyone to realize this. Jason is a man who has filmed Tiger Woods, like the top athlete, football, NFL football players. I've been, like, on, the, I've been on the crew. I'm not. I'm, I'm usually sure. the engineer. I'm sorry. I'm I shouldn't say interview. But sure. you, you've yeah. been around these athletes and in daily basis in your prior sports jobs and even now in some of the professional sports and college yeah. sports that you cover and you guys are geeking out about meeting it was Dr. Pretty Peter awesome. like it was like our little our little production company is now filming with some some doctors that are no, that are known worldwide or on worldwide panels like it, it was super fun it was, it was just, awesome yeah i mean and, and that's another thing that was a god thing for us like mm -hmm. like knowing you and you bringing us onto this production and then meeting we the Patriots and all the people that are on, on in, in that organization um, who we love. And um, it, it was just another thing that's like, yep, this is God. Like, and, and we're excited to see where this goes and what happens next. It's all God. It's all God. One of my, speaking of all God, one of my favorite things, you know, Jason, you and I have been in the mainstream um, entertainment industry for a little while now, to, but to be able to pray um, together as a crew and with our interview interviewees mm -hmm. before, during, after these interviews, refreshing. that was, it was awesome. Refreshing. Absolutely mm -hmm. refreshing. Yeah. Doesn't happen too much. Now I did start off in the Christian industry back sure. in the day and they used to call me a, what was, they used to call me a preacher Jason or <laughs> I used to pray. Before, pray. Yeah, yeah. I was the guy that prayed over the band before they went up on stage. So, um, but was... yeah, that was back then, but yeah, no, it, it, this whole thing was just amazing. I mean, it was hard, lots of tears. I'm sure there's blood in there somewhere yeah. and lots of sweat and um, a lot of late nights, a lot of stress, but- We're just so um, proud and thankful yeah. for, you know. Being able to be used as the vessel to get this mm -hmm. out. That is beautifully said. And with that, we're going to head to break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the um, challenges that we're going to be facing moving forward, trying to get this film out there in the film industry and how you, the viewers, can help us out in just a moment here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. Today's case spotlight is the fact that We the Patriots USA is vowing to hold the COVID shot manufacturers liable for fraud in these EUA applications. On October 23rd, just days before the completion of this film, We the Patriots USA broke the news that it intends to file litigation against Pfizer for its failure to disclose the presence of contaminants in the shots to the regulatory authorities or the public in seeking emergency use authorization. Ernest Ramirez and the Martins who are in this film have already agreed to be plaintiffs in that litigation. So go to wethepatriotsusa.org because we are asking for your help to stand up for these children and so many others that have been shot dead. Join the fight to get justice for the victims by making a donation by visiting wethepatriotsusa.org. 
Welcome back into Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, heading into the premiere next week of Shot Dead on November 9th, the live red carpet event on November 9th. Head to shotdead.org to sign up to get a link 24 hours in advance of this live premiere. You're going to be able to watch the film for free, and it's going to be for free on demand from there on afterward. And on today's episode, we are joined by the filmmakers, Jason and Avery Kabrick, a phenomenal husband and wife duo, two of my favorite people. And I was just so um, honored to work on this film with you guys. You know, before we headed to break, I told people in our case spotlight that We the Patriots USA is, is now going to help these families and hopefully more seek litigation against Pfizer. This was just days. It was right in the, the end fury for us to finish this film that this news broke that there were contaminants in the shot and therefore um, Pfizer is likely not going to be able to have immunity from um, liability like this emergency use authorization was was giving them. What kind of fuel did that add to you guys um, in the in the final days? I was very excited. I mean, I think it just adds, you know, we can say it a hundred times, but it was you know, it just felt like it was God again. Cause I think we had all hoped this project would have done a little earlier. Um, you know, but it's just the, the shoots and everything took longer. I feel like it was just such an incredible conclusion to be able to see that these families on some level can start seeking justice. Um, and then, you know, it's just more information for people to begin to hear and understand um, that there, you know, these things are happening, yeah. even though you don't see it on the news. Like mm -hmm. there are things, there's litigation starting to happen. And you just gotta do your own research. Yeah, and too, but with litigation, at some point, you know, the media can only hide so many things. Um, so I think it's it was very exciting, super mm -hmm. excited. I know it helped me um, push through in these these final um, hours and days, knowing that these families were actually going to get possibly their their shot at some sort of justice. They can obviously never um, no. get their children back, um, and that's nothing compared to what they went through. But we need to prevent this from happening to others in the future. So, um, you know, I want to switch gears to talking about the uphill battle. Um, that we are facing with this film and getting this out there to people because of the censorship, um, because of the polarization and the politicization, the polit how this topic has been politicized, um, uh, which is unfortunate because this is not a political topic at all. This is about children and their health and, um, you know, big industry taking advantage of people um, to make money. And, um, you know, for us, we would love to submit this um, to film festivals for film festivals to consider put the, putting this into their um, lineups and for theater theaters to consider taking this on this film on and, and showing it in their theaters. But, um, you know, I, it's just not people are we're already getting rejections left and right, which um, unfortunately is is not surprising. Not at all. No, no. Mm -hmm. But we just hope that um, people do watch it and just share it. You know, I think I've said so many times, like, I just don't want to have spent all this time and then no one sees it. So we just really want people to watch and share the stories. Yeah. Because I think it's, I don't know, it's super touching. And um, I think it's something that will, you know, will stick with people. Um, you know, it's one thing to, I don't know, to maybe see a news headline or a photo of a child who passed, but to hear the stories um, of the actual events that led up to the mm -hmm. passing. I think it'll it's really very stick. moving. I mean, it's, it, it I'm a man, uh, and I cried a ton. So um, it's 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 sad. I so mean, we just it, hope it, it resonates and sticks with people, so they will yeah. share. Yeah. 
Yeah, I hope I hope some of these film festivals consider it um, and consider it for people to be able to have the opportunity to just think about it and exercise their their logic and their I mean, they don't have to agree with it. They don't have to go along with it. But at least we should be able to have that open discussion. And that's what art is for, is that we're able to challenge our our viewpoints and to be able to look at things differently. So I I do hope that some film festivals um, will consider it. Um, but you know, it's really going to come down to the fact that people are just going to share it with their friends and mm-hmm. by us, you know, by us having this available for free on demand with people, it hopefully will give that opportunity for people to share it, um, like wildfire. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And if it just, uh, it, it, and if this film, all it does is at least touch one person yeah. to question what they give to their child, um, mm-hmm. and change the whole life of that child, like then we accomplished something. So like it's, it's um, go watch it and share it, share it with everybody. Watch it. <laughs> Absolutely. We put in so much time and effort, please go watch it um, and give us your feedback on it. And, you know, like you said, we hope that it, it does touch some people to think about it because they're, they're advertising the combined COVID and flu shot now for everybody, including for kids. And they're pushing that on parents. They've got Travis Kelsey, who is, Kansas City Chief with the Kansas City Chiefs, who's, you know, Taylor Swift's new boyfriend out there parading in these new commercials. Like they are advertising toward our children for these things and um, to parents as well um, for all of this. So, you know, it's just, it's. I wonder so... what the advertising budget is on that. Anyway, so stop. Yeah. I yeah. wonder what that advertising budget is. Uh, yeah. It, more than we could ever imagine. <laughs> <laughs> probably what are as we wrap up what are your final thoughts as um we are getting ready to ship this film off to the theater for the premiere on november 9th as the filmmakers you're um going to your first premiere um in in a week here for the first documentary that we've you've put together as filmmakers what are your final thoughts it's it's a hard one. So like November 9th would be Trist. It's a year since Trista Martin, um, one of the children, you know, featured will have Pat, who knows past. Um, so it's it's a it's a double-edged sword. So um we decided as a team to release this on that date. Um and it's a it's a very important date. Um uh, so it's I, I for me it's hard. So it's it's a celebration, but then it's also a day of mourning. So it, it's it, it, it's hard. I mean, and, if, and once you've watched the film, and we, I mean, she's watched it more than anybody because she's been editing for a month straight. Um, once all these stories are in your head, like it gets harder and harder to like. So we're going to red carpet. We bought new clothes because we don't have clothes. <laughs> I got some boots. Um, so we're excited. I mean, we're really excited. We're really excited. We're just so proud of what we have, like yeah. what the three of us have done. Absolutely. It's, and it's, like the, the team of three, like we've done something where I mean, a lot we, of, yeah, we joked like, you know, the three of us, you know, we just keep, would, if you had a real credit roll, it would just be our names. Over that's and, it. Over. and that's, and, and the budget, like we, I mean, we did this as, <laughs> as affordable as possible and as fast as possible. And we started filming in March, March. And we, we talked to other documentary filmmakers who are taking two years to make a documentary or like they're editing for six months straight. Like we stopped filming last month mm-hmm. yep. and 
here we are a month later, we're, we're, we're now sharing it with the world. So, um, we're, we're extremely excited that what, what the three of us that did, did, and, uh, can I just say for a second, this could be a, a funny, I'm, I'm a funny guy. This is hard. <laughs> yes. I'm usually on the other side of the camera. I don't know how Taryn does this. I am a this sweaty mess. This is not my thing. I want to be on the other side right now. So but we are super excited about this project and we'll do whatever it takes. Yes. Cause this is not my role right now at all. So that's how much we're, we're Passionate. out of. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. thank you. Well, you guys did a phenomenal job sharing your experience on creating and making this film. And, um, you know, it was an honor to work alongside you all. And I am looking forward to being reunited with you guys and with all of the families in this film and giving them a huge big hug yeah. uh, at the premiere. And people can go to shotdead.org, put in your email, you'll get the live link 24 hours ahead of our premiere on November 9th. Cannot wait to see you, Jason and Avery in Tulsa. Yes. We're so excited. We're going to be there and everybody watch it. <laughs> yes, watch absolutely. It Thank you all. If you enjoy our content, prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation at wethepatriotsusa.org so we can continue to power the education arm of our mission that also extends to work to preserve and reclaim our God-given inalienable rights. God bless and thank you from everyone here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA. We the Patriots USA does not endorse or recommend any product or service advertised on this program. We the Patriots USA is not a healthcare provider and cannot provide medical advice or treatment.